0: It's just kadaos. Welcome back to a very special episode of Witty Banter, episode number 121. You want to know why it's
1: special, only Hunter? <laughs> Uh, because 121 is a palindrome.
0: This is one reason. Is this yes? The <laughs> other reason is that I'm talking to only Hunter this episode. Unfortunately, Chase is too busy being an adult at his also video game related job. Yeah, which is you know it's, it's he said contradictory. His parents maybe coming yeah, up Yeah, parents are going to come visit him. Something. Important times, you yeah. know. He lives away from his family. Basically, he's time. got
1: bigger and better
0: things to do than this. Fuck. Absolutely. Podcast. Like there's that. A nap. You know, <laughs> things like that. Everything can always, you know, A really big middle yeah, get in the finger way. To the,
1: the Witty Banner crew. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we're wishing him well out there yes. in California. But it is just me, uh, your host, Max, and of course,
1: the one star Lug Hunter holding it down. I today. can't get over the name. I you still like the name? Just love Lone Star Lug. Like, I can tell that you like Long you Tall time. Texan and Lone Star Lug. Just hit me in the in the good spots.
0: They they fit you just right. <laughs> it's a perfect match. And I hope those good spots feel pretty good. Mm, nice and cozy. It should. Oh man! But just because Chase isn't here, we're not going to stray from the norm. No. I mean, we are kind of because we when we when it's just us yeah. when Daddy's away we, we get let a little loose. squirmy. Yeah, we get a little crazy. Uh-huh. But one thing that we always do while we get squirmy is we drink a little beer.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> is no, that man, okay. No. Is no, that all right? I mean, should I pull out my beer now? Or? Yeah.
0: I mean, go ahead and tell. You. you got a a nice one there. It's wrapped in paper. It's like a present every time that you, After you drink it.
1: Yeah. It's um. So basically, I had this super cliche experience when I went to Specs. Because right. like we were just kind of like stocking up, we we just moved and we kind of like didn't we were gonna get like some tequila, get some vodka, get some beers. You were moving
0: into a new pad and you're like, we got the furniture here, yeah. The let's fill it out. Now let's get all the alcohol in the this fucking bitch. Sense, exactly. You
1: know? <laughs> um, let's get all riled up with toxins. Of course, yes. And so we went to Specs and um, I, I ended up my trip by like talking to somebody about tequila. I didn't know anything about tequila, but I had this like. This tatted up Hispanic guy come up to right me on. and he's like he's like, I mean, I don't know much of the difference, but like I just like to chug out a bottle usually, man. And I was just like, it's okay, like, well, right on. which cliche? one's the most chuggable? Yeah, I guess. You not. have a chugometer as <laughs> well, sir. <laughs> Didn't realize tequila came in chug-a-meters. <laughs> but uh I also had this like sort of cliche typical beer nerd guy. He was like a white Trendy dude with short hair, with uh, with like the. There are many of those around in Houston. Gigantic you know?
0: beard. Except for every corner you ever walk by. Kept petting, you know. Oh, he yes. just kept <laughs> stroking the beard.
1: Uh, the pie mave of beard. Yeah, as though you know. I didn't know that it was on his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he like recommend. I told him because he said he was really into sour's and really into some mm-hmm. other beers, and um, I told him I was really into dark beers, and so he was like, he recommended this one to me. It's a dark sour beer. Whoa. It's called the Leafs Leafman's Bond. I think that's what it's called. Um, but basically, it's a Belgian beer. And there's a little excerpt on the back. And the, the I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's kind of indulgent. But uh, it says the Gudenbond was voted best Belgian beer. And rightly so. I don't know when or where, but I guess it was voted right. such. So. It says uh, the beer that Madame Rose taught us to brew is simply world class, one of the most complex with a rich palette of flavors that includes caramel, apple, wood, cherries, and malt.
0: Can't imagine that like it's got to be pretty fucking complex if it's a dark sour beer. I've yeah. never heard of that before. I
1: haven't either and on top of that to have like Belgian, and it's yeah, a name,
0: it, it's also a Belgian beer That's and to say awesome. that it's
1: like caramel and cherries and apple and you know i mean i'm I'm hoping I didn't bite off more than I could choose. there's gonna be a lot of a lot of flavors hitting your palate all at one time, but Every, we're both, but the theme I guess tonight is yeah. we're rocking well not the official theme, but yeah. let's Max, make it right the now. Max and I theme, yeah, we're rocking the big guns, these are big yeah. bottles with the corks, yeah and man. all of course. I can't remember what they're called are they uh is there a name for them? I don't know, but they're like twenty-two ounces or whatever. These are the big guns. Yeah, we're throwing some down. We should be a same. little loopy at we the should, Yeah, uh, we should get a show. lot
0: more listenable by the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you need to skip ahead yeah. or go <laughs> two times speed. Exactly. Feel free. <laughs> uh, that beer sounds way more complicated and way more like prestigious than the beer I'm drinking today. Mm-hmm. Because I'm actually going to be sticking to my theme, the game. Related beers. theme, yes. and mm-hmm. today They're I'm be the Beach Times sports get ball from, Sports-kit-ball. from <laughs> Jester King which I related <laughs> to instantly and I thought to myself. I also don't know the name of sports <laughs> but I would watch them if, like, on the cover, uh, there were people that shot footballs out of rocket launchers. So that would be pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looked pretty good. Of course, got to follow with the theme. It's four percent alcohol by content. It's very light, very wow. drinkable, which I didn't expect. You just don't assume that when you get these these yeah these big bottles, right? Yeah, you. You do. seem to be you... like a heartier, craftier, you know, mm-hmm. version. And when I poured it, or when half of it foamed out right when I opened yeah, it, yeah, we did yeah, have foam yeah, foaming. It was a little crazy. <laughs> when I poured it, I noticed how light it was, and I was like, "Wow, that's that a little, is that's pretty. That's pretty light." It's it's cloudy. Does have a uh, more minerally cloudy look to it? Not too much head to it, but on the first taste, it's got like a sour taste to it.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, Jester King, man. Those farmhouse ales that they make. Yeah. Kind of like the open air, like, mm-hmm. rude shit, man. They they get kind of sour. It it's gets getting,
0: a twinge. It's a little punch to it. So I'm excited to see how this bad boy we opens up. We both kind of did a little
1: bit of a sour we, big bottle.
0: Yeah, we did. You know, we stepped outside. That's usually Chase's game, man. <laughs> yeah. He's the sour boy. Sour puss Chase is he's, what we call him.
1: I think his butt cheeks are squinching as he's listening. He's probably
0: this ooh, mm, he's so good. And <laughs> I'm so just, proud of my boys. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're proud of us, Chase. Oh, man. But something something awful happened to me on my way here. I don't know if Do I tell. told you, but uh, my air conditioning completely died in my car. Man. And I'm thinking about whether or not I should just like wait it out until like, I mean, it's going to be winter soon, right?
1: So, so is the alternative... Fixing uh, my AC so, yeah, I mean, hundreds you, you and hundreds of dollars? You can obviously fix it. It'll be probably pretty expensive. I don't right. know how much that actually costs.
0: I can only imagine like a, at least a couple hundred bucks. It's got to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it's more than that, screw you, bro. Yeah. But it could be. We've already talked about how mechanics are just not trustworthy. Yeah, no, not at all. And then if you know, I've, i you also gleaned that uh, you like to be like, oh, that's my student card. I'm sorry, uh, I'm, I'm a student. Don't fuck. Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but I guess the alternative is just be miserable. Until yeah. what February? I mean, I mean it doesn't well, get it doesn't does it not get, get
0: cold. cold. That's what I'm thinking too. I was like, well, winter's almost here. And then I thought to myself, when is winter? Dude, this what last this
1: last winter was, was the, nothing. Was the first time that I was like, okay, because I I've made it very loud and clear that I do not do not like the cold. Yeah, I I I despise the cold. Of I course. have this this thing about my set you know, temperature being around 70. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get down to 30, that's 40 degrees from your temperature. But if you get up to like 90, right, I can Mm -hmm. still bear that. That's 20 degrees from my set temperature. So I have this reasoning behind really hating the cold. But man, this last winter was the first time I actually missed a cold day, like a day of cold. We got none of it. (laughs) I swear to God. Last
0: year, I was like, okay, winter should be any moment now. And then I'm like, "Mm." December rolled through and I was like, it usually doesn't start till January, and then I'm like, that February frost might be yeah. right around the corner. And then I was yeah, just like, February well, frost. Well, it's July. I don't know what happened, but I probably wore a coat just for fashion sense twice. Woke and then up like
1: sweating it. on Christmas morning. Yeah, right. You dude, know?
0: Exactly. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm hoping for something. But uh, thank you, global warming, for that. Yeah, I, feel I like guess. Probably I guess. I mean,
1: that's that. like kind of what I attributed it to. I didn't really like. I didn't link. Like the dots, I didn't connect the dots quite that far, and no. be like, "This is a global <laughs> warming caught there." Oh, I'm just but throwing that out there. It's hard I gotta for me blame to kind of maybe deny that. I mean, it, it is could Texas.
0: Totally be. It's got to be. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a believer I've not,
1: now. I've been in Texas since I was four, and I have never had a winter like that.
0: It was crazy, and that's, S- yeah, it's that's, that's absurd. So have fun with you deciding. <laughs> so whether you're going to sell, I you yeah, know. I just assume it's going to overcompensate for last year, but I just don't want to put myself at the mercy of a car mechanic because there's no. There's no like more feeling of helplessness.
1: I feel like we all gotta just like find our neighborhood friendly auto mechanic
0: connections. That'll are key. just that'll just h- hook us up. That's yeah. That's the only way to survive.
1: If you know an auto mechanic that is, <laughs> that is not gonna rip us off, we'll
0: give you free witty banter downloads for life. We'll
1: send you some goodies and we'll send you a witty banter shirt if you can recommend me openers. a trustworthy
0: mechanic in the Houston area. Yes. Yeah, it'll be perfect, right? <laughs> but while you dwell on that. Let's dwell on a few other things today. Okay. On the special episode, this is Witty Banter. Beep, boop, beep. All
1: right. Mm-hmm. Hunter, it's just you and me. You don't have to, you don't have to repeat
0: I just. Oh, I know I, this. Yeah, it's like, just you and me. I locked okay, all the, the doors. Way, it's, it's just you and me. I locked all the doors to the apartment. Okay. Nobody, I soundproofed it. Nobody can hear us now. We can talk freely about shit anime <laughs> yeah and we anime, can finally basically. talk about it
1: here. coming right off of our productive anime set. we already had it. i'm
0: riding an anime high right now yeah and let me tell you there is one anime that's kind of stood out to me a little bit in recent years because i feel like it got recommended to you by like one or two people <laughs> dude it Should really it? did and I mean, i'm not gonna lie to you i was not a believer but i am what? a believer like now.
1: you were a believer bef- you weren't a believer before ever starting it or you weren't a believer a couple episodes in
0: so we're talking about an anime. yeah, we'll out and reiterate this. We're talking about a new anime that's come out called My Hero Academia, which is the new hotness, right? It's yeah, the it's, new, it's kind of the new kid on the block. It's the new kid on the block. It really is, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read up on some stuff. It's the second most popular Shonen Jump uh, magazine right now. or Omega, okay. however you want to call it, which is pretty crazy. Yep. Number one and will always be is uh, One Piece right now. Yeah. Which, but that just goes to show you.
1: Not a big One Piece fan. Yeah, I'm really not. I mean, like, I gave it my good hard try. You gave it. I gave it a college try. You gave it like a I fucking gave it like a senior citizens.
0: Try. Yeah, fucking like, try. Like you,
1: 75 episodes. That's or a so. ton of episodes. Yeah.
0: I gave it like a 12 episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and was like, nah, not for me. But, but I fizzled out. eventually. Yeah, it did. And the reason that, and I, what I thought I wouldn't like about. One Piece ended up being kind of true. It was like, I don't like this art style. I don't want like what's kind of associated with this art style. And it's usually like kiddish, filler, things that I don't feel like have like substance in the ways that some of these other animes do. Mm-hmm. And that was stuff that I just kind of expect, like Naruto, right? Like I just don't look at Naruto that way. I just yeah. never have. And, mm-hmm. and I expected the same thing from One Piece was delivered what I expected. And that's why I, when people told me about my Hero Academia I said That's good for you But I have taste
1: Would you say It's like the exact same Art uh, style
0: No But I just think It's like It's in the show It's, in, the show, it's yeah. in that same realm right? Yeah, right A little bit more Kiddishly drawn A little bit mm-hmm. less Focus on details A lot right. of the time Right Which is okay Right mm-hmm. um, But I gotta say man this, The show just Fucking caught me Off guard
1: I'm from, glad I'm glad you're into it I'm into and
0: it as I, well I Like I can't remember The last time in anime I was waiting around for weekly episodes <laughs> to come out, I literally can't remember. That's what that.
1: I've been doing for the last like year, man. It's got to be like the days
0: of first seeing like tsunami shows, yeah. you know, it's waiting kind of a around. It's feeling, though, right? It's I mean, cool, man. Yeah, I'm anticipating the next episode as we speak right now. Yeah. So you watched it first. Mm-hmm. First off, what what made you actually watch My Hero Academia?
1: I'll be honest, it was it was tar it was Tarvin um, was it oh, recommending oh, really? it whenever we went to Austin. Um, because I also saw that it was kind of like the new kid on the block. Yeah. That it was kind of like, you know, one of the first suggested things on Hulu. Um, and it had good ratings and stuff. And, and I guess I just like inquired, I I, I think Tarvin kind of like, uh, said something just offhand about it. And I like asked him if he liked it and he was like, yeah, I really like it. Yeah. So I was like, ah, okay, I mean, that's a good hey, enough a, you know, you for know, me to check a it out. A trustworthy opinion. And, um... Yeah, I guess I just watched a couple episodes and and I wasn't like immediately hooked, but I was like, I think this has the potential to get me hooked, so I kept watching mm-hmm. and yeah, I got it. You know, sunk its claws into me and uh, yeah, now I'm watching every episode. I'm waiting every every week for it.
0: Yeah, that was kind of like my experience too. Is that I watched the first episode and I wasn't necessarily like, oh wow, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen? But I watched it. I watched the first few episodes dubbed. Mm-hmm. So that I could like do something while I was Which watching. Which isn't it. in your your normal, right? Yeah, your... I'm pretty picky about my dubs, right? Yeah. like I like my dubs to be pretty secure. So it was coming off of that, and I think like it was just something about even though I wasn't like super focused on what was going on, every time the episode ended, you were kind of like, might as well see what this next one's about. Mm-hmm. And then you watched like two, then three, then four, and then I kind of realized that I was like invested in the story, yeah. and I didn't even realize what was going on, mm. right? And it was like by that point I was it was too late. Yeah. I was already like I was I was thinking about what was going on. I was thinking about the it's characters. All out the door, right? I mean, you know. It, and it's the characters, man, like So you and me we we both like we're both pretty big Yu Yu Hakusho fans, right? Correct. What would you say is about Yu Yu Hakusho that's the main thing that grabs you and pulls you and keeps you in that
1: show? I so I think it's it's sort of the same point, but I would I would show it in two different ways, which what? one is that you have a group of people where they are all interesting in their own right, mm-hmm. and they all seem to be at least equally as impressive as sort of the main character that you're following, if not Definitely. more impressive. And so that's one aspect. It's kind of saying it the same way. It's like you can, your favorite character and the person that you're looking to like kind of be what is keeping you enthralled in the episode is the not the main character. You know what I mean? Like when you watch Dragon Ball Z, yeah, Vegeta's cool.
0: Vegeta's up Um, there, yeah.
1: You know, like you got some side characters like like Captain Ginyu and stuff that you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, like these guys are like a next level person that's interesting and like I'm hooked. But like ultimately you're just waiting for Goku to come in and and see how he's going to trump everybody, right? Absolutely. He comes in, he beats Nappa... You're like holy shit, Goku's like next level. He comes and yeah. he beats Raccoon. Raccoon mm-hmm. after traveling on a spaceship. You're like holy shit, Goku's the next level, yeah. right? Like like you're waiting for those moments. Yeah. But with Yu Yu Hakusho and like My Hero Academia, you have these supporting cast of just really powerful, impressive, well thought out characters. Definitely. Um, that sort of keep you intrigued and like you don't have to focus that much on the main character anymore. So and it makes it a little bit easier to digest, I think
0: definitely because you go into it and you think like okay this guy he's a main character and he thinks that he is not that great and he's by the spoiler alert by the way just yeah. in case there's spoilers in here it's not that like the show's super like something you can spoil that much you know right yeah I do think it's a fun watch more than like a substantial watch but it's mm-hmm. a fun show but there are spoilers coming up and I will say so he he He's like doesn't have a power right? He's the underdog. He's quirkless. He's quirkless. He yeah. has no powers, right? <laughs> and in this world everybody has powers. So you are Which is kind of
1: you would think it would be maybe like a small like a minority. Yeah. But it's the majority. 80% of people have powers. Yeah,
0: most people have powers. Yeah. Yeah, you are you are a freak show if you don't. Yeah. Right? And this kid's a freak. Yeah. Man. <laughs> And then, so you're obviously thinking, like, okay, he's going to overcome this in some way. And then he meets All Might, the main character, who is the most powerful hero. He's your, like, Captain
1: America. He is the, yeah, he's you yeah, know. he's,
0: exactly, right? And then he gives his power to him. Or you find out that he can bestow his power on Deku. Which isn't normal. Which isn't just a part of his powers. And you start thinking, like, oh, that's lucky. And that's just so, like, we're still in this cliché territory, right? Mm. But what ends up happening with that is that you end up, he goes to this school and it's full of kids who are all trying to train to be heroes, which again, Mm -hmm. kind of a little bit of like a silly plot line that's not selling me when I say it outside. Right. Mm -hmm. But then when you meet all these other characters, first off, there's a bunch, which is always cool. Yeah. But what it really comes down to is that there's three main rivals with each other. Yeah. And it's not three rivals as in there's two sidekicks to the main character. Mm -hmm. It's, Arguably two characters that at this point are better than the main character almost
1: yeah like pretty much concrete more impressive more well along than the main character
0: definitely and what holds
1: each one of these three main characters back is
0: some different personality trait Mm -hmm. about them that's holding them back right right so you have the main character. Who is having trouble controlling his powers because he just got them. He was bestowed power from
1: All Might. Now he's got to learn how to use it in his body.
0: He doesn't, yeah, he hasn't had experience playing with these powers yet. That being said, his power in general is probably one of the most powerful. It's basically just
1: kind of like this
0: ultimate. He
1: could just do all sorts of crazy strength shit. Strengthy
0: stuff, right? The idea Superman, behind... Superman-style powers, right? Yeah, for yeah. those
1: of you that haven't watched, his, his power is a multitude of people's lives of powers yeah. all jumbled into one. All into one big old So he's, he's figuring that out and learning how to use that right? kind of stuff. And then you have the other guy
0: who is like his rival from school. Bakugo. Bakugo. Or Kachan, as yeah, his I little nickname it, you want right? to say. And he... Is obviously he was just talented from from birth because he got a pretty badass power. Yeah, and he's been farting around with this explosion
1: power forever.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's not just like blowing stuff up. He can propel himself forward with explosions, so he's all over. He's flying all around the place with explosions. They're he powerful. Just has like They're a big.
1: Generally very very useful. big destructive power. Yeah, just yeah. a useful power,
0: right? But he's also an asshole. Yeah. And that's what ends up holding him back. He's right? sort
1: of your Vegeta A character, who's got like a a huge chip on his shoulder. Yeah, um, has to always prove himself. He's he's constantly just like kind of in a bad mood. Definitely. But but he's but he's like I guess he's a believable enough character because it's like those people, but in sort of like teen form, like angsty yeah. teen.
0: I can only imagine the Vegeta was the biggest brat, right, when he was a fucking kid. Yeah probably a huge asshole Mm
1: -hmm. and so this kid's like just super self-confident and just a dickhead you know but it's believable it's good definitely
0: and then you have the third which is the most like unique character i think out of all three of them Mm -hmm. is you have like the established guy who obviously has something that's gone on with gone wrong with him a little bit in the past Mm -hmm. and he seems like a cool collected dude right he seems like the dude who's the most talented he seems like he's got the most, like, to put forward, you mm-hmm. know. But then as you, the story goes on, you learn that, like, what's really holding him back is this, like, weird emotional trauma that he's dealing with. It's disconnect with his dad. It's this is disconnect with his dad. Yeah. Man, and the shit that's fucking happened with, between him and his dad. And these weird little, like, code and stuff that he's holding himself back mm-hmm. with by sticking to this. Yeah. And then what you end up having is you have three people who you genuinely don't know who is the best right now. Right. Right. And that's awesome because there's a lot of situations where it's like competitions between the three of them Mm -hmm. and you just don't know. Like normally you think of like, okay, how's the main character going to squeeze this one out? Right. When there was already a tournament where the main character lost. Yeah, he lost in like the yeah. second or third really round. Really early like, on. And that mm-hmm. was like honestly shocking. I <laughs> honestly saw that and I was just like, "Well, how is he going to get back into the finals?" Yeah. And then he all does. It. Like you got to
1: show everybody what yeah, this his power right? <laughs> is. <And he laughs> yeah. loses. You're like, "Fuck."
0: And you're like, "Damn it, dude." But then it gives you more more time to spend with these other characters. And this and this this whole show it has a bunch of fucking characters in it. And they all have like outside of the those three, the rest are like obviously like the next tier down. Right. But they
1: but but another thing that the show does well is even the next tier down characters still are pretty vital to a lot of the situations that happen in the I show. I guess
0: yeah, so I would say it's the next tier like down as far girl. as focus.
1: Frog, frog girl, girl, yeah. Ah, then
0: you have this one girl who's like not so you just from the get go, you're like, Okay, that's a pretty expendable character. It's just
1: funny because like even in the show, like there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of parts in the show where they like don't take themselves very seriously and they're just like Oh well, like they they describe everyone's quirks almost every episode or whatever. Yeah. they like show They'll map them out have. for you. Yeah, in case and, you forgot. and she, this girl is like basically known as like Frog Girl. Mm-hmm. And when describing her her powers, they're like basically anything a frog can do. Yeah, just her quirk is frog, <laughs> like, which is you mean? can do anything a frog can do. I empowering.
0: think it literally says basically like well, yeah. along the same lines. Yeah, right. And then you you end up that like yeah, then the teachers are talking about her later, and yeah, they're like, like, well, she, she has, has no zero weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> she, there's nothing wrong with her. Everybody else, all these main characters, you all have shit to work on. She, mm. she is She's your She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> He's who, who you should look at. That's yeah. who you should do. And yeah, that's another thing. Like you have, you have her and then you have these other side characters who like, again, their, their powers are so strong in their own right. Mm-hmm. Like uh Tokoyami, I believe is how you say his name, the uh-huh. dude with the, the bird that comes out of his chest, the dark mm-hmm. shadow I think that, that he controls.
1: That, uh Yao Yawiro, yeah, that her yeah, Yorozu is that Yeah, I think is how you like say it. Yeah. Uh she's like the super she's like the Hermione Granger. Of course. Kind of like
0: she's like all study, not enough application is Yeah. Like her, she like her doesn't thing. believe in her, herself. Yeah, not confident sort of, enough. Right. But she can obviously do some fucking dope she's shit She's like a genius, kinda. She of. is a genius. She mm-hmm. reads all the time and stuff. So you have Like all these other characters, and they don't shy away from just like giving you insight on who these characters are, Mm. which is cool too. Yeah. Man, because you have a lot of characters to really flesh out. And then you have like episodes that are dedicated to kind of fleshing out the backgrounds of these characters where you're not even like looking at the main characters, those other three main characters, Mm -hmm. and you're learning more about like the psyche of what's driving these other smaller characters. And you get really emotionally invested in them Mm -hmm. and you want to see them succeed. Yeah. Or you just want to see how it turns out, and it ends up being just this really really awesome experience as yeah. far as I'm going
1: yeah, I mean, I guess like what like when I really reflect on it now, especially you know having us we're trying to make our own anime as well, um like making making a show where you have a multiple a multitude of characters, right this wide array of characters right. and being able to kind of allow the show to follow the characters and include them and make them relevant, but not lead the audience to where you're like, all right, so when are we going to get back to the plot? Right. Yeah. Or like, this
0: isn't a side quest. Cause that know? was like
1: one thing I noted with like uh, one piece, right. It was like they had, they had what's his face. Like the dude with the big nose. I can't remember it right yeah. now, but it was just like, they would have like five or six episodes following this guy, Asopo Sopo or something. yeah, And, I'm just like I don't really care about this guy yeah you know like like stop trying to force this guy's story on me yeah stop trying almost. to force this
0: down my throat dude. whereas
1: like I guess I guess what my hero academia has done well is you t- you get touches and glimpses of all the characters and you get like you know fed some some interesting stuff for each of them but you're never wondering like so when are we gonna get back to the story yeah you know like you're still relevant everything's still kind of relevant and going forward and like like you don't feel like you're just being like given fodder and like yeah. like filler shit.
0: Definitely, no, I, I agree with that for sure. Um, the other characters that I thought I, or that I recognized and have come out to be pretty cool are some of the villains have the been villains. very cool so far. Yep, the first round were like interesting in their aesthetics, but mm-hmm. obviously the situation that they were introduced was kind of very like okay, it's the at the end of the season. Now We're gonna see everybody's powers because they kind of like invaded the whole school right and like obviously it's a free-for-all and you Have like a lot of flexibility in what you can do with that, right? hmm So while they looked awesome like yeah. uh, Shiguri or whatever that um, is it the with scratch the, guy? The or? Or, yeah, the scratch guy. What yeah. was his name? Shigeki or something like that? Something along those lines. Yeah him and then there's like, the portal dude, and they were very cool aesthetically, but the newest villain I think is like actually has substance to him that you now end up having it's these stain, right? Stain, right. You yeah. now end up having three, three forces that are kind of separated from each other, mm-hmm. which again, you have this triangular, this triangular fucking like unit mm-hmm. of people. Cause you have the good guys, you got the heroes, you got the bad guys, you got the league of villains. And then you got the stain who's like, I'm not, it's like, it's like the comic book, version of, like, finally the hero you can kind of, like, get behind in a way, Mm -hmm. you know? Because you have the first season, which is pretty much just mapping out, like, Silver Age fucking comic book characters, man. You got, like, the League of Villains, and we're villains, and we do bad stuff because we like doing bad things. Yeah. And you appreciate that for a little bit. It's like they identify themselves as villains. They know that they are bad people, right, right? But then you finally have this other character who is somebody who doesn't necessarily feel like he is doing something bad. He's, you like think a, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, he's cleansing. A, yeah. And it's and it addresses this too in the show as well. Like he has a power that's associated with evil stuff. Mm-hmm. Because his power is that if he can lick your blood, yeah. then you become paralyzed for a certain amount of time, depending on your blood type. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you gotta lick somebody's blood, probably gotta cut cut them open. Right, yeah. Right. And if you gotta cut somebody open, or like chances some, are you some not strand super, of their DNA. Yeah, yeah. Right? right. You're yeah. not you're not gonna be super uh heroic, right, in that sense. Right. But then you now have this villain who's like I, he sympathize. The villain sympathizes with the idol character of the main character. Yeah. Because the villain idolizes All Might, mm-hmm. who is this hero perfection. Yeah. Because he thinks that all these other heroes are in it for the wrong reasons. They're sort of and like bullshit. In it for monetary reasons, and they're in it for they're exploiting the See, system. this is
1: like this makes me regret having not mentioned Stain as like the villain whose cause I can get behind in one of the prior episodes. Because like. We,
0: did we do that? Did we Oh, we yeah, had one recently. Yeah, we said Plankton. I said Plankton. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> it's like the villain that you can kind of Stane get behind your pretty-
1: cause cuz like Stain, yeah, he totally is mm-hmm. he's called the hero killer, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how you're introduced to him. He seems kind of like psychotic. He kind of mm-hmm. looks like like he's influenced by like Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles. He has like a red sort of sash over his eyes yeah. and um so you're like, okay, this guy's just like another villain, but then you find out that he has this whole like kind of psychological like reason for having yeah. done what he's doing. He's basically just being like, all these people are scrubs. They're doing this to like, be cool and say that yeah. they, you know, I'm a hero. Like, give me all the attention. And he's like, there was a time when like being a hero was a big fucking deal. And all might is still like the the, the shining star that. that sort of like, yeah, yeah. shows that beacon. And so his, his ultimate goal, it seems like he's basically saying, like, I'm only going to allow myself to be beaten by All Might, right? Yeah. And I'm going to fuck thing. with everybody until then. And, to prove that they aren't fucking heroes. And so it's crazy it's because he's, yeah. like, propelling forward villainy with that, though. Like, yeah. villains are being inspired by that. Mm-hmm. Just as much or more than the, than like the students that are seeing this go on,
0: and he yeah, and he's not sympathizing with them. He's right. not saying like yeah, like look at what I've done with these people. Yeah, he's, he's got not like high fiveing the villains agenda. and shit. Or he anything. will kill
1: villains as fast as he kills
0: heroes. Yeah, and he dismisses the League of Villains as fast as he dismisses the heroes. Yeah, that's what made him so unique. And it was it was a very surprising like it, I think at that point in the show was when it turned from like oh this is all good fun to there's a something twist with of more depth. yeah depth right. Yeah. And I think it's just like, I don't know if it's on purpose or what, but it just feels like, like I referred to before, like the comic book, like characters of like Golden Age and Silver Age comic book characters. And then you go into like the 90s where you have like Vertigo comics and you have like fucking characters like Spawn Mm. and stuff like that. And you have characters with more like emotional background and depth to their character and their intentions. Mm -hmm. And then you have that now in the fucking show. And it's just been like, I don't know if that's an homage to it or not. That's what I got from it. And I think that's fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: you know yeah, I, mean? I, I, think, like, I think it's always good whenever you can sort of get into it. Like, when you get far enough into an anime to where you sort of can identify what the metric is that they're going to use in order to sort of widen the scope of the story. Yeah. Right? Like, I could tell that, like, basically, like, when I was going through One Piece, it was like, okay, they're pirates. They're going to find this random thing. Like, yeah. how is this going to get bigger than that? And then you realize that like, oh, they all have bounties on their head, which means that these huge other pirates and like crazy They're other gonna people are all going to be looking for him and trying to like take this dude out. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so that's, that's the metric that they use to like increase the scope. Yeah. What was cool with My era was using the Stan character as sort of like as a character yeah. that is inspiring both sides to sort of like step their game up and be more like true to form. Yeah. And uh, and you're so you're like okay well now he's sort of changing everybody's like outlook on heroism and villainy yeah and so now it's going to be like yeah outside of the people that he's killed he's inspiring heroes to be better heroes yeah right which
0: is not a bad thing mm-hmm. so but he's
1: also showing villains that the heroes that exist right now are full of shit yeah that's very true <laughs> <You know? laughs> so they're like, like okay maybe, well yeah, I'm going to become an showing awesome showing that they're villain.
0: weak yeah exactly man so. I mean, I don't know about you, but I give it a highly recommend. Oh yeah, at this point, I mean, yeah, it is, no, it's it, one of the most surprisingly.
1: I think it's good making its is, way into you know. top five for me Cause, really, yeah. I mean, I, I I think it's still pretty fresh, right? There's only like thirty six episodes, something episodes right now. Um, but it definitely has the potential to sort of surpass some of the ones that I was sort of toying with being on my in my top five because. It it has intrigued me enough and it does have like the depth of character character and like just got into what we were saying, like the depth of story to where mm-hmm. like if they continue going forward and giving me enough to sort of string me along, yeah, then it, it can definitely kind of be a top one for me.
0: Definitely. No, I, I totally agree. So you heard it here, Woody Banter approved Big O my Hero th- Academia. Is uh, there yeah. anything else you wanted to say about this show right now?
1: Yeah, just go watch it. It's on
0: Hulu. That's on Hulu, man. If you have as a Hulu account, which anime, you should you know, do, want to watch. Let's go ahead and just mention that, man. Hulu is the top of the anime <laughs> game right now. Hulu's oh, yeah. anime game is very strong. For
1: my dollar, Hulu is actually better than Netflix.
0: For my yeah, I mean, for my anime dollar for sure, and for my most of my other dollars as well. I mean,
1: like when I think about the things that when I think about the things that yeah, it's actually Mandy's dollar. It's not oh my yeah. Dollar. <laughs> I, I'm literally she, like did you? <laughs> all of my consumption of media is being mooched off of somebody else. For my yeah, exactly, um, but yeah, no, like uh, like Saturday Night Live, that's on Hulu. South Park's on Hulu. Yeah, um, like it definitely has the best anime game. It has, you know, it is. It doesn't have as many good, just like probably like straight up TV shows. You know, like but uh, who
0: watches those anymore?
1: Eh, What's the point? You know, you know, you don't need them. You don't need them. Get them out of your life. You can use them, you know. You could be watching anime right now. Yeah, fuck you guys.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, well, two thumbs up from Witty Banter. Let's go ahead and take a small little break. Okay. We'll come back and we got something special planned, I think. All
1: right, sounds good. If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Want to steer the conversation
0: or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for
1: a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, right. head on over to iTunes and leave a review <laughs> and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. Beep beep-boop. Beep, beep,
0: beep, beep-boop. All right, we're back. Yeah. Jam-packed first half of the episode. <laughs> Yeah. And we are going to finish it with a jam-packed second half of the episode. hmm Right? Yeah. But before we do that... Yep. How are you feeling about your beer so far? It's pretty good, man. This what is... What is it like to try a dark sour?
1: Here, you can try it. Here, give, um, a, give me a sip. It is as simple. Uh, it is as complex kind of as I was expecting, but I guess it does... It toes the line... Of the two types of beers that it's ultimately representing, which is a, a a dark multi beer and a sort of a soury beer, right? It's weird, man. It's like exactly what I expected. Yes, you know what I mean. It's like, it's like all like, well, the flavors are there. You can tell it's like well made. You yeah. know, like it's it's got complexity, but it's not like this like overwhelming palette of ridiculous bullshit. You know, it's, it's it's good, but it's like the main flavors are like it's like a sour cherry licorice.
0: Mm-hmm. Is what I'm tasting the most of. I
1: get a little mm-hmm. bit of that apple as well.
0: The apple's in there too. Yeah, all those other things, that anise, that sort of flavor in there. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's cool. I don't know if I could drink a whole one of those.
1: That's the thing is, it's like, I feel like this is one that you would bring to, like, a community beer event or something and, like, let everyone try. Because, mm-hmm. like, like have I don't know if of... I'm going to be able to finish this whole... Yeah, that would be a it will be thing. quite a feat. Yeah. I didn't say before it is a um, 8% alcohol by volume. Um, and it's, it's again, Leafman L E I F M A N S uh, the Gudenband G O U D E N B A N D. So it's pretty good. I would, def- I mean, I would recommend it to anybody that's like, especially anybody that's like into craft beers and maybe even into like sours or darks. I would, I would, I would recommend it both ways.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it should be the best of both worlds <laughs> yeah. In theory But that can also lead to a deadly worst right, yeah. of both worlds Sometimes best of both worlds is a shitty world The world in. you don't want to be <laughs> yeah. in uh, I have a much simpler world going on The, the world of light, You've taken that beers. big boy out That's the thing though, dude is It's like, it's not Is it not substantial enough? The it's, it's, 4% doesn't do it? It's very light yeah, and when you first try it, you're like, "Okay, that was sour. That mm. was caught me off guard. This is going to be like, is maybe it won't be as easy to drink as you think." Mm-hmm. And then I've just been like guzzling it since, because <laughs> it's like a a nice little. It's like a, I don't know, man. Like 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 an apple is sour. Yeah, it's like it's not like an apple souring like ooh, and you like hold your face back. You're like, oh, this is a sour apple, and you just annihilate that apple. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. I mean, that is a little bit. I think uh, novelty. For us, because I think it's, you and I particularly have not been super keen on the more sour beers that we've Mm-mm. tried. And so to have one that you can actually kind of quaff down Pound and bag. is enjoyable and sessionable is kind of yeah, nice. For and, I, and I normally like farmhouse ales like that. Um, but this one, I mean, it's,
0: it's fucking, it's good, dude. Jester it's King cool. does it right, man. Jester King's got cool bottles, great tastes.
1: Like, I feel like if I was going to start a brewery, maybe not the scope of Jester King because they're they're big deal now you know like they're they're like widely recognized but like the way that they kind of present themselves and and kind of go about their beer process i'm like man that would be cool yeah to to fucking do it like that where's jester king out of it's in austin i believe is it really yeah (laughs) oh
0: man (laughs) interesting (laughs) oh man but good beers and now look like we said before we Mm. take advantage of these times we're getting a little loopier we're getting a little loopier Mm-hmm. We decided we weren't going to bring any like super dense subject matter I mean look the show is a, a great show which has its depths in those parts and we, But it's still fun and we like to keep it fun on this episode
1: Yeah, we typically like to fill the fun with the games Yeah, right Especially recently Definitely, right, right? But yeah. two people games just suck Two especially, people games are the worst Especially when it's just one person competing against himself You need a mediator Or the right? dealer or whatever It's tough, there's a lot of pressure So I think, you know, I was thinking about it the other day like One of the only things that really keeps me sane in this world... Yeah? What is that? ...are cute
0: animal videos. Cute animal videos have become just a staple that I don't think anybody saw coming from 10 years ago.
1: We've sung the praises and basically the gospel... That is Nick White, who basically started me off on being like, it is okay for me to actively follow cute animal videos, <laughs> and like for them to completely make my day and everything around me seem way better. It's not just a uh, America's
0: Funniest Home Videos kind of thing. You can do this into your long life. Yeah, into you don't have lifespan. to be like a little kid, or yeah, a you don't girl have to be a kid to like, enjoy that. You can that. be a full grown man and like laugh at little man. ducklings, and that's like completely Absolutely. okay. You can go chop wood in the backyard. Yeah, get your hands <laughs> fucking dirty. Build some shit, solder that shit together, and come back inside and like watch this dog impersonate
1: Donald Trump or something. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> can do that. That's fine. Well, going off of that idea, yeah. In dogs, going dogs, baby. I'm a huge dog guy. We're dog, we're dog boys here. And and you know, I, I've graduated from being an only dog guy. Like I proactively did not like cats. Mm-hmm. Now I can handle cats, but I'm still yeah. very pro dog. Like, look, I'm I'm for I'm for
0: cats in general, but the right dog, there's just nothing that beats the right dog. Right. A bad dog can leave a sour taste in your mouth.
1: Yeah, it sucks. sitting you your friend's those.
0: shitty dog can More make you be like, this not. sucks. Dogs this are good boys, sucks. though,
1: you know? But yeah, I mean, <laughs> a statistics show
0: 80% of dogs are good boys. <laughs> so.
1: Also, I was showing Max, like, I started following, like, celebrity pets. I mean, do you have any celebrity pets you want to shout out on the show?
0: They specifically, <laughs> witty banter-endorse celebrity pet videos? I,
1: I recently followed this uh, big, white, fluffy dog called like Sam Samoyed, S-A-M-O-Y-E-D, Melker. And he's just this big, fluffy, white dog that uh, goes, arr, arr. Like, <laughs> He just has videos of him doing <laughs> that, that bark yelp thing. It's, uh, and it's it's pretty adorable. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah, I, I I can attest to that. But with all this being said, we want to jump in and do a session. We haven't gone. We haven't done this in a bit. A top three. My number three comes down to Jice.
0: I'm gonna have to give number two to the Ghost of Mark Walper.
1: Pretty sure my number one's gotta be witty banter. We used to rely on top threes. I it was like what problem. we went to when we were not clever and enough then to come we up were with something like, real. Fuck
0: it. We're going to plan. We're going to make <laughs> games. We're going to make conversation peaches in mm-hmm. advance and discuss them and figure them out. We're not going to rely on this anymore. And then whoops, we forgot to do top 3s. Yeah.
1: Man. Just right out the window. So now we're doing top 3s, man. Going back to the crux. Good old top 3 doggos. Yeah, top 3, I mean the uh, doggo breeds. There's de- yeah. In a general sense, your favorite dog breeds. Yeah. I also kind of like the idea of making it like the 3 dogs that you most would like to fantasize yourself owning even if you don't realistically imagine yourself owning a dog like this yeah They're still just the ones that you think about you know? any
0: dog you want nothing is your limit and you they are the they are good boys you define the boundaries guaranteed good boys <laughs> yes, when they come in guaranteed too. good boys that's yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect that's a perfect buffer for that they're because guaranteed because good boys you can't, when they walk you can't in.
1: keep in the bad ones as well yeah so, do you want to kick it off or do you want me to? I'm
0: going to kick it off. Okay. Because my first one, I grew up in a family of small dogs. Yeah. And you know what? I also have a small dog. I don't not like small dogs. I yeah. think small dogs are fucking awesome. They can be. Man. Uh, but when I grew up, I found myself like I wanted a dog I could really rabble rouse with. Very you much You know so, what yes. I mean? A companion. A companion. One that was by my side. Yep. Right, which is why my first dog, nothing too crazy here, but I want a big stout boxer as my fucking first dog. Okay. Right, okay. A rowdy shouldered boxer <laughs> who can stand by my side but is clean. You know what I mean? Is there like a color color
1: that, that comes to mind with your boxer? Eh, like
0: a like a mix, like black mostly, but maybe some spots okay. of like white on the face and things like that. Mm-hmm. Good old fashioned boxerino. So you're just trying to like I want a dog that I can come home and my dog runs up to me and he stops and I stop then I hit the floor and <laughs> yeah. then I turn my dog over and we flip each other over. That's the kind of dog I want. Cause I didn't have that as a kid. Yeah. I had a little baby dog and he would just flip over on his back and say, Hey, pet my stomach. And I was like, all
1: right, that's cool. But I wish yeah. you would, you know, I wish I, you would yeah. fight back. I feel that, that, uh, that sort of yearning. Yeah. Right. Because I had Rocky. Rocky's had Rocky, a, a, a miniature little... wiener dog. <laughs> he's a great dog. He's a wonderful puppy. But he's, he's the guy that whenever you come in the room, instead of like, you know, rabble rousing on the, mm-hmm. on the ground, he runs seven laps around the room and then he'll a lot turn of over energy. and then he'll turn over on his back and pee himself. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> how is this a companion? You know, like, <laughs> is this really what I signed up for? This is an infinite baby yeah. that I have right now. <laughs> this is
0: an infinite toddler that I bought. So,
1: so I, I understand the companion and that's yeah. why, you know, I have a shout out
0: Yeah. What's before
1: your I out? even go to my number three. My shout out is similar to yours. I would like it like a big old white English bulldog. Yeah, shout outs. I mean, and, and my reference point here is Robin Big, Rob Deardick's White English Bulldog. Of course. Because he's just constantly like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's, he's ready, like, you know? You know, just playing with it and rubbing it and stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, man, like that dog is just a big, like body bag, you know, that slobbers and drools. And you're just like, man, it's just a big old meat sack that I could, like, play what? with, you know? Um, so that's my yeah. shout out. I don't yeah. think I would, like, that would be my favorite or anything, but. Um, I'm actually going to list, like, the smallest one, I guess, on my list. It'll smallest thing list is number three? Interesting. And it's a Jack Russell Terrier, which I don't know if you know this. A Jack Russell Terrier is uh, what Wishbone was? Uh, do you I remember the Wishbone yeah. So he's, like, this little guy. I think he might be, like, an off-breed of, like, a beagle or something, but he's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, he's just, like, a little... Just That's a, a little guy, like a like a Munchkin, but he's not like a baby dog. No, he's you know not, what I mean. But he's like bigger than a miniature dachshund, right? It yeah, right. Better proportioned.
0: Yeah, but he's yeah, exactly. He's proportioned right. It's like instead of like you know, you see a kid and you're like he's got a big head, he's got mm-hmm. big eyes because <laughs> he's a child. You got
1: a big head. He's got a
0: big head. It's like if you just shrunk <laughs> down an adult. Yeah. And then they were perfectly portioned everywhere and just walked around. That would be kind of like the dog, you know? Yeah, because
1: it's like big enough to where I feel like I can kind of like mess with them, play with them, mm-hmm. but I but I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like lay, lay on him or yeah. anything, you know. Like like
0: and he also can't get too destructive. He's not going to knock something huge over, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Doesn't have that power.
1: I just feel like, you know, like a, a little dog like that, I could get behind. I feel like I could manage and I would enjoy like like bonding with a little mm-hmm. uh, you know, little Jack Russell Terrier. Mm-hmm. I imagine it being kind of like like brown and white and spotty maybe. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I like how we have to specify the colors uh, too. for me. I mean the colors I'm colors are talking big about the fantasy, dogs, here, fantasy right?
0: dogs. That's very true.
1: So oh, man. that's my number three.
0: That's a pretty good that's a pretty good one. This next one It's a good boy. That's a very yeah, certified good boy. <laughs> uh, this next one. While we may not be following the lines of like my fantasy dog, because the idea is is that I've had enough experience with these dogs and they've been good boys mm-hmm. or girls one hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's also a special shout out to Chase. Oh, are you Airedale Terriers. The, the Airedales. Fucking, I have fallen in love with these dogs wow, yeah. ever since I met Chase and got to meet his dogs. Mm-hmm. Every generation of dog has been wonderful, mm-hmm. a treat yeah. to go enjoy with. And they just, here's the thing, like I talked about on a boxer, I wanted one that I could like pal with, right? Mm-hmm. They can pal, <laughs> but they also know when it's time to not be palin'. They
1: kind of can they, can. they sense the room. They can read a
0: room really well.
1: Yeah, they can. they can be on their own.
0: Cause that's the best part is that you can play with them, you stop and you go do your own thing, and they're like, "Look, I'm gonna go chill on the fucking, I'm gonna chill on <laughs> it's my cool, dog man. bed. I'll just go over or whatever. They got <laughs> fur that's like, like curly and funny looking, but it also doesn't just fall off everywhere. Right, it's, it's kind of thick, hardy fur, you know? fur, yeah, and it's just fun donks that are nice and obedient, and I just. Love it.
1: I really like his. La- I mean, I've liked all of his dogs. And shout out to uh, his mom and dad. I don't know if Chase named any of them, but they have interesting names. Oh, every his first every set were uh, Boudreaux and Sadie. Yeah, and fashion, the second and set was Bella and Grantham. And Grantham. Grantham. Grantham is, a fucking, Grantham cool is name. a fucking awesome name. I wish I had myself. But it's, yeah, it's interesting to see. Like, basically, they're the exact same dog pairing, right? Big yeah. girl dog, small boy dog, which is a hilarious combination. yeah <laughs> But. You know, you can see the differences in personality and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Those those are good dogs. I like Yeah, great dogs. Good boys um, and girls. So I, I like that one. My number two is going to be a Basset
0: hound. That's Actually, that would be my shout-out if I had one.
1: Yeah. So Basically, yeah. just like I was thinking that I used to always think this was termed a bloodhound because mm-hmm. I, I guess I saw they had two the droopy dogs. face yeah. and the droopy ears, and Big I ears. thought that that was a bloodhound. But no, like a particularly a Basset Hound because it's kind of like it's a bloodhound, but it's just small and it's kind of like elongated Stubby a little your bit. Double legs, yeah, elongated yeah. it, which it's adds like, for
0: hilarious walking.
1: I guess I've just. As a kid, man, like this is the one that, like, as a small child, I always like, imagined myself having a, bl- a basset hound. Really? Yeah. I was just like the droopy. Droop. Just the. Kind of dro- like a waddle and a sway. Like, I don't want it to be like sad. You know, like I don't I want it to like to have look a sad Comically demeanor. sad. Yeah, I just want it to kind of look. Be happy.
0: Sad. And then everybody goes, Is he happy? He goes, yeah, he's ecstatic. It just looks funny because his face is sad and droopy. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, no, I think you know, in in kind of the same vein as like having a big dog that you can rabble rouse with, I think having like a droopy dog, you can kind of like play with their skin and their ears. Yeah, right. You You can tie their ears up and stuff. I just yeah, I don't know for some reason hilarious. That's always just really been kind of a number one or a top contender. That's a good one. Yeah, I like those dogs. And I think it would be interesting to to like have one of those breed of dogs that has a personality. Because you do kind of just imagine it kind of loping around and being like, mm. yeah, of course. but if it did like have some idiosyncrasies, some things that it liked, some things that it didn't like, yeah, you're like, man, you're more than just a big sad clown dog. <laughs> <laughs> you're more than that. I'm enjoying this relationship. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh man. Good answer. Uh, my number one answer. I like, look, I know it's cliche. I get that. Is it? Totally is there a understand. cliche? There's a cliche number one answer, and I get it. Is it I a Labrador? Understand. It's not a Labrador
1: or a, or a Golden Retriever.
0: It's not a Golden Retriever. Okay, either. then it's not cliche. So really, so I watched Cowboy Bebop when I was younger, and I'm sure you did too. Our and ever since I did that, and I thought one day in my life I'm gonna own a fucking corgi. Corgi, if it fucking kills corgi's me. my number one. Corgi's two, gotta dude. be the best
1: dog. <laughs> Corgi's the best dog. And this is why I prefaced it this way, because like, I don't know if I'm ever really going to realistically get a Corgi. I don't know if I Corgi, can get a Corgi. You know? You know? But God, I love the Corgi videos. If the stars align. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> like the Corgi videos are my go-to to make me happy. Like guaranteed make me happy. There's like, I've only saved like maybe three videos on Facebook that I've watched over the, you know, 18 years or whatever that have been on it. One of them is, is, like, six corgis in slow motion running upstairs to the Rocky theme song. Yeah. And it's, like, my favorite thing ever. <laughs> like, what, like, I guess, uh, you know, elaborate your corgi, selec- no, I mean, corgi exactly. selection. No, I mean, exactly. I mean, you Beyond got it right.
0: They just, they look like they have so much fun with everything that they do. And They're literally smiling. I radiate, like, I don't radiate energy. I absorb people who radiate positive energy mm-hmm. and then applies the same way with dogs yeah if a dog is happy around me chances are i'm gonna be fucking happy too yeah man and from the corgis that i've met they weren't like annoyingly happy they weren't like chihuahua bouncy right because they've got a little bit more of like a body to them so they can't get mm-hmm. too yeah. annoying in that sense right yeah. but they just had so much personality mm-hmm. each one was like a person yeah that i could meet and i will say that there is a kicker what do you imagine what colors your corgi
1: so uh, similar to the color in bebop, right? Like is, the classic it's, corgi brown. It's, yeah, it's like the brown with white. Yeah, right. I feel splotches. I mean, is there a different that you're you're thinking? So a little while ago, I was getting a dog,
0: and the dog that we almost got was this black corgi. <laughs> a black corgi. And it was corgi. fucking insane. I'm sure it was mixed with something that made it black, but it looked like a little black corgi. That's cool. But it was part Corgi in there. And it looked uh-huh. like a Corgi that was just painted black. And it was fucking <laughs> awesome looking. And I was like, this dog... you know, smiling. And it was cheesy. Oh, yeah? And I was like, dude, this is our fucking dog. Like, get these people on the phone. Give me that fucking dog. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. And every day, I oh, think to sad. myself, you know, it's like you have a kid. And mm-hmm. your kid didn't turn out like a dream kid. <laughs> and you look at your kid every now and again. And you're, you're like, like, man, I wish I didn't you know were this supposed kid. to be a musician. And... <laughs> This is now nice you study math, golly. No, I'm just kidding. But it was like this coolest looking fucking dog. And one day in my life, I do hope to find again mm. a black corgi that I can call my own.
1: Because that would be <laughs> the puppy of my dreams. Yeah, I so, get that. I, yeah. I think the thing that I like most is that, you know, like like you said, dogs are some of the most emotive animals. I think there is. And I think a lot of that comes from having been in a relationship with us for like, you know, 40,000 oh, yeah. years or something of course, they like domesticated as fuck. Yeah, they're straight up like highly tuned in to like what we're seeing or what we're thinking and like mm-hmm. how we're kind of like responding to things. And so they're kind of in, in tune with that. But I've I've honestly like I don't know if there's any other dog that emotes itself. Quite the like way like that a, Corgi does, quite like a Corgi does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like you know, you'll see pictures of dogs where like because of the angle and the way that their mouth is open and they're maybe panting, you're like, oh, it looks like it's smiling. Corgis legitimately smile; they're like grinning, happy, yeah. open mouth. Of course, And you're like, holy shit! Like <laughs> that is a photogenetic photogenetic motherfucker. You know. <laughs> um. So yeah, I thought uh, that's great. Corgi was my number one too. I, I think I get I get um a little bit of. You know, made fun of from Mandy because cause I like always bring up so corgis and I always look up corgi videos and stuff, and they just have like wiggly butts <laughs> that I think are hilarious. They look like loaves of bread.
0: <laughs> it's <Yeah>. hilarious, <laughs> man. So I hope one day we can both go on a corgi play date with our corgis. Oh my god! And bring our corgis to the that fucking would just dog be park. Magical. Because that you know it's it's not too far off. It's possible, man. So okay. I can't wait for that day to happen. I'm I down. will legitimately if you are like. Dude, today's the day I gotta go buy a Corgi I'd be like, look, let's do this together Let's go on this fucking journey <laughs> well, Let's go yeah, to let's a go Corgi, find farm. Corgi Corgi brothers, or yeah. brother <laughs> and sister or something Brethren? That would be great <laughs> Oh man but, yeah, so dogs,
1: so it, I, like this, I like this
0: top three because I think everybody can get involved.
1: Yeah, everybody email us your dog, favorite dogs. Yeah, let
0: me know what your top three dogs are or just what your favorite dog I'm is. I'm
1: sure we're overlooking some incredible.
0: There's got to be some great breeds I didn't think about. Yeah. There's just got to be. You know, it happens. There's a lot of breeds out there, and mm-hmm. you don't realize until you start researching breeds, and then you're like, yeah, there are this many fucking dog breeds <laughs> out there. That's crazy. Yeah, they're good shit. Oh, man. But uh, for now, let's go ahead and move on over
1: into okay. Nick's mail. Corner. Okay, so today we have three emails that we're gonna read, two of which are from Mr. Dunter. We have yeah, that's true. I guess I should rephrase that. This is
0: Dunter's (laughs) mail corner.
1: It's it's Dunter's mail corner now.
0: Because we did skip Dunter's email last time, didn't yeah,
1: we? Yeah, yeah. We, we got to pay our respects. We got
0: to pay our respects. I'm sorry we were bitter because there was no email on <laughs> he, that one episode. He addresses it here. Oh, does he? Yeah. So the Let's first it,
1: the go. first one, uh, this was from a couple weeks ago, and it's titled, I will not be silenced in all caps. Uh, he said, whoa, 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 Chase. Let's not smear the good name of, Hunter's, of horse Set. I've sent two emails since episode 118. It's not my fault that you have a chubby for Dooney Ray's emails and refuse to <laughs> read them. Shout out to Dooney Ray, the guy think, emails all the time. I think he might be trying to rile up some some um, rivalry between yeah, rivalry between Dooney and Dunter. Dooney, I you. Yeah, are we gonna you. have
0: a Dooney mail corner?
1: Because I'm. I mean, I'm just saying I mean, it, I'm it could happen. We've been right? talking about it. I would love a Dooney Dunter rivalry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dooney and Dunter, I implore you to make this happen. D on D going on. I digress. So for my third question that I would like answered, what is your favorite flavor of pie? Later ass Hats, Dunter, The Infinite Thruster, and 36 Great Holes Horset. I love it. They're two great Flavor games. of pie.
0: I'm not normally like. I'm not a pie guy. I'm not a pie guy either. <laughs> and I feel like I shouldn't I say that on the air. that's a thing. But I feel I'm like I shouldn't say that on the air because I swear to God, I get chastised for it. Apparently pie is, is like worth the getting
1: ultimate chastised. Would people chastise?
0: It's all fucking
1: crust, dude. I mean, like, look, put a good fi- pie in front of my face. I'm a happy guy. Right. I will eat it. Pie is never going to be my first go to dessert. The closest I would say is like a peach cobbler with ice cream.
0: Right. A cobbler is different, man. Cobbler has got is layers. That, is
1: that not a pie? No, right? Uh, Cobbler is different. If it's not, then that's fine. Because I imagine like a
0: pie is the most simplistic form. You have yourself a little thin bowl. Mm. You layer it with crust. You fill it with a filling and then you put a, crust on top right mm. so you have this loose container this loose thing that holds goo together yeah. right mm. and like <laughs> a goo. cherry pie really is here. fucking gross dude i'm gonna say it right now cherry pie fucking She's sucks my
1: fucking she is not
0: my fucking atrocious cherry pie <laughs> disgusting you can take that back to the store it's gross <laughs> Pumpkin pie?
1: I like pumpkin pie.
0: See, like, I'm, that's
1: different though. I'm it's starting like, to think that like I've probably only had like maybe four instances of eating pie.
0: But it's like, dude, a pumpkin pie is different. Okay, it's like not have a crust on top. It's like you cut into it; it holds its form when yeah. you pull out. I've I've had it's pumpkin not pie, a goo. And I like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is raw. Pumpkin pie is awesome, which is my that's definitely my answer. This is gonna be your answer. I'm getting pretty stoked on October. I'm gonna be eating a shitload of pumpkin pie. But every other like the conventional pie, the blueberry pie, the apple pie,
1: the cherry pie, I just don't have any affinity yeah. towards any of them. I agree. I mean, like I'm 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 in the same ballpark. I would say that I would give um, I would give like apple pie. You know, like a good go. Yeah, apple pie
0: with some ice cream. I mean, it's 4th of July.
1: Why not? Right, kind of yeah. Thing. No, that sounds right. great. Um, If we can't go peach cobbler, I'd go apple pie first, then pumpkin pie. Yeah. I would say pecan pie, but the pecan pies I have, like, I fucking love pecans. Don't really? really dig on pecan pies.
0: I've never been able to eat it, so maybe I'm missing out on something crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you true. don't have a frame of reference. Maybe pecan pie is the fucking best thing ever. <laughs> it's very possible. It's very Texas. I will say that, so like pie places have been coming up. A mini pie? Definitely hits me better than a full size pie. A because mini a mini pie, pie like is like McDonald's a bowl of something. Some shit? I'm looking for more like maybe not McDonald's, but also Do you have an example that you would be able to provide? I mean, you can go to like Pie in the Sky. I'll take it to Pie in the Sky. You can what get yourself fuck a fucking pie in the sky. Pie in the Sky is a fucking awesome place down towards Conroe that has some awesome cool pies. <laughs> you got all the the pie places around Houston missing the fucking what's the twenty four hour pie place?
1: Dude, I don't know. Oh,
0: my God. What's the name of this place? That's sucks. IHOP? No, <laughs> oh, no, God. man. Oh, Denny's? my God. What's the name of the 24-hour pie place <laughs> in Houston? House of Pies. My House goodness. Pies. House of Pies. Yeah, 24-hour okay. pie place. They have some great mini pies there, dude. Okay. Well, but you'll have to take me on a pie out. date. And they have some cool pies like bumbleberry pies and stuff. Bumbleberry? Which I don't really know what that is. I don't either. But it was pretty delicious. Okay. Right? So we can try those out. Maybe
1: we can come back, have better pie answers after that. <laughs> I think we need to brush up on our pies. Yeah, we need to brush up on our pies. Um, we have another one from Dunter. It says, "Is there a book, movie, or TV show that you think is amazing yet is commonly criticized by the general public?" Yeah. Dunter, bananas, Horset.
0: All right, man. Like, I'm gonna tell you a secret. Okay. Okay. I wish Chase was here because I think Chase and I really like like connect on this. Okay, and it's that I don't hate Zack Snyder and okay. Zack Snyder is the director who did Man of Steel oh. he did Sucker Punch and mm-hmm. those are two movies that I actually really like Okay, and everybody in the world will shit in my fucking mouth when I start fucking talking about it <laughs> Because I swear to God, (laughs) apparently, apparently, like, look, I get Sucker Punch. I look at Sucker Punch and I go, this could easily be viewed as, like, misogynistic. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see where that's coming from. I just like it because it's such a loose form of storytelling that they can go to all these different places. Aesthetically, it's cool. Pretty Ladies, whatever. Like, yep. I do get that it's not a very substantial, like, movie. But when I watch Man of Steel, <laughs> I didn't think, like, that's so
1: stupid. Or, I really like, didn't get the backlash against Man of dude, Steel. Dude, and it, like, the it's same It's like, what people... the fuck do you want from a Superman movie? Dude, well, what the know? fucking
0: thing is, like, people will watch Man of Steel, pick it apart, and then watch a Marvel movie and be like, dude, it's a fucking comic book movie. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? And I'm like, oh, so one attempted substance, <laughs> and you're over here shitting on it? And it fucking kills me. Like, I will fight somebody over this. I swear I to God I no, fuck can't stand it I'm in the same to, boat To the point to where like Okay the Watchmen Did you see the Watchmen? Um, I haven't actually seen the All the it. The Watchmen through. was like Where he took zero liberties with it And he made it like Frame for frame perfect And then people still were like I mean he just like Ripped the comic book It's no big Like what the <laughs> fuck dude What do you fucking want? Absolutely like, That's what I'm saying Like I, I like the Watchmen And I like Man of Steel Sue me dude Because it's fucking absurd Can't stand it
1: Fight me See this is I'm having I'm having trouble thinking of something concrete that I can refer to cuz I think I mean I feel like most of the things that really jump out to me the things that I really like are things that most either my friends or like the public generally also agree with. I think I think it's funny that like I still get laughed at that I like proactively tell people that I love SpongeBob, you know, like That's but Spongebob. I think everybody, everybody SpongeBob, I think everybody kind of loves SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, I'm a TV show There's that you think something. is amazing yet is commonly criticized by the general public. There's I will no. say, like, I, okay, so like, I um, I basically recently got um, suggested a show called Scandal, which is just <laughs> like it made me wince. <laughs> yeah. It made okay. me wince. All right. Um, because I I was just like, man, this is just gonna be a freaking drama. Mm-hmm. A gossipy drama. But the thing is, is that you have, I'm like really interested in, um, in shows that kind of portray, um, like the white house yeah. and like, I guess the politics and sort of the get deeds that, that go that. around the white yeah, house. Don't see what's going on? Like I got into this one called designated survivor where it's Kiefer Sutherland, um, as like an independent who sort of like inherited the white house cause of a terrorist attack. And that one was really interesting. It's like people, you know, quick talking. You got a lot of things you have to be keeping in yeah. in line. Scandal is like a similar one, but it's a little bit more like there's this straight up like misdeed that's going on that they're trying to cover up throughout the whole show. It's pretty good, you know. Like I'm, I, I was, I was into it. I watched like a few seasons of it. I would say that that would, would be one that like originally I was like that just doesn't look good, but I was like pleasantly surpri- pleasantly surprised by. I don't know if I would like recommend it. But, feel, yeah. you know, so it's like a show that's
0: like, look, I don't hate it. And everybody's like, but you should hate it. Yeah. Kind of thing.
1: It's like Katy Perry. That. You know, you're like, I don't hate, it. Like, I don't hate it. I can <laughs> get into some of the hits. You know, I like
0: it. I don't know about that reference. But maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Excellent question. Dunter. Yes. Thank you. Dunter. Glad and we then, can get that out of our system.
1: I think we have. Is it his rival? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so and now I'm on to the the main. To the real layer. question. Yeah. <laughs> um if you this is from from dooney ray Ray. thank you for emailing in dooney it says if you were a character in a fighting game what archetype would you want to be um shoto zoner keep away grappler what would be your super move go crazy the future king of DBfz Israel wow I don't like that sign off. Oh boy I like the ambition I don't like the claim I, <laughs> um, so oh no Do This not. I'll let you kind of like feel this first I don't really know right. like f- archetypes I guess So it's like the
0: idea is like you have your show right? Which are going to be like a Ryu, right? Okay. Ryu has okay. a fireball, he has an uppercut, and he has a forward-moving move. Okay, that's a kind of like
1: your like standard. Essentially, yeah, like build a standard, guy. like a
0: fireball uppercut, right? You have the things okay. that should cover your Mario, right? Okay, somebody who covers your boundary, your game, right? Um, you got your zoners, of course. You got people who are keeping you out. You're able people to do long-distance attacks. Usually, a zoner is somebody with like good fireball game. You got Sagat. Right, and mm-hmm. he's chunking fireballs all over the place. Dalsim. Dalsim, he's more of like a keep away, you know. Even oh, zoner, okay. zoner and keep away are kind of in the same realm. Okay. But the same idea, like, a zoner should be kind of punishing you to try to get in until you fight. And then okay. keep away is pretty much always avoiding you. Right, okay. You got Dalsim punching okay. you, punching you. You get close to him, he teleports out, punching you, punching it. you. Yep. It's such an obnoxious process, you lose from getting flustered, usually, okay. right? And then, of course, you got your grapplers. Mm-hmm unblockable graps. is it like a zangief you got a geef <laughs> you got your hondos man you got you got a whole myriad of characters to choose from there we're Those going like, all
1: straight street fighter references i here. mean
0: I you know other other games tend to 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 bend the rules right because these are they said go crazy so yeah because these are the archetypes that like founded you know like how you should normally design your characters but obviously nowadays you get rush down grapplers and that's something to fear. In this, mm-hmm. you know, you got zoners that are also grapplers at the same time. You got, I know killer instinct does some wacky stuff like that. Like, yeah. They, uh, uh, fucking, uh, Ninra or whatever that guy's name is. The mummy guy, he can like grab you from super far away, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I mean, at the end of the day, every character that I've always really like, liked, are characters where I can always just push a lot of buttons because it's a fighting game. Yeah. I wanna push buttons. <laughs> I wanna I understand I wanna hear it. I wanna hear the click and I wanna <laughs> plink and I wanna puk-uk. I wanna do that. So is that a showdoor? I, I mean But I think at the end of the day, the characters that I like are gonna be like a rush-down character with a lot of frame advantage moves. Moves that like I can keep trying to punch you mm-hmm. and then make you do a move in between that let's be opening you up. Right. Mm -hmm. That was a character like Cody characters like that. Right. So those are always been characters that I really go with. Mm -hmm.
1: Right.
0: As for my super move, I don't really fucking know.
1: Yeah. That's tough.
0: I can only imagine. It totally
1: is like dependent on your character. Like, yeah,
0: I would like a, I would like a character with a super move that could be an anti air. mm -hmm. That would be tight. Yeah. Right. But I'm
1: just kind of thinking about it as practically as I can. Right. Right. For the most part. I mean, so like, I just remember the only, like, in trying to get into fighting games, the only um, stock character that I, like, really wanted to learn how to play well that I never really did was Raiden. Um, And mostly because he had a super cool teleport that I really wanted to master. So
0: there you go. So you got a teleport move. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, like, I feel like if I, like, I feel like... And, 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 like, I guess another frame of reference is it Steve Fox in Tekken who's the oh, boxer? Oh, yeah, the boxer. So, She's I the same love kind of thing. the fact ducking that he has ducking and leaning and shit. And That's so, like, super if you good. lean a certain way, then you have the ability to kind of like, if I'm leaning left, I can use like a right hook to go over the top, or I can use like a left hook to kind of like come up and like hook you, you know? Yeah, man. Um, so I really thought that like that dynamic of move, I guess like I would want my character to be highly like movement based, right. Teleportation yeah. quick in and outs, maybe not like huge damage attacks, but yeah. I would like for it. I would like to fluster my enemy by them not being able to catch me.
0: Absolutely. So like kind of like a keep away, but in your face while you're keeping away. Yeah. Not I like, like that idea. not
1: like a a, 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 scared keep away. Yeah, of course.
0: I like that. See, that's cool, man. Like ducking, like, dodging and parries and stuff like that are just, just always cool. awesome yeah. moves to put into a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Always. Because that's always the next level. Mm-hmm. That's always the, like, oh, I have to think about something outside of blocking, and that's like, you know, you're up from the scrubs level, <laughs> which is always cool. So that's a good <laughs> answer. I steal that. My character also ducks and dodges.
1: And I, but I'm trying to think of, like, what a cool fucking, uh, you know, like, what a cool super, super move, move would, do? would be. I mean, if I, I'm, if I can teleport, I'm thinking that I could, like, I could create... Ooh, like, like a. bins uh, in space time and stuff. Like, or something.
0: A, like a. Like a instant Kamehameha style move where you B- teleport right behind him before you do the move. Either that or like, like, a like. Cross up.
1: Is it a Quan Chi that can like do teleports and like grab you through teleports and stuff? Oh, that.
0: He had some of the fucking coolest looking suitors
1: yeah, and stuff. Yeah. They were pretty dirty.
0: Each in MK9 and in MK10, they were fucking cool. Looking. Yeah. They were very, very awesome. Uh-huh. You can have one of those moves that's like. Um, I mean, I guess like another style of super move can be like those Dawson-style like fireballs that can kind of throw out, mm-hmm. and then it keeps them in a specific spot, so you can do stuff all around them. So maybe you can do some cool f- teleport game. I might add that. like
1: a weapon. Yeah, I, I like weapons. Maybe go into a super mode. Right. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Cool.
0: You can see that. That's a cool question.
1: Dooney Thank always you, Dooney. comes with
0: the best. You know what? Actually, Dooney. You know what my character would have. You would have the mock punch, because that move's actually unbeatable <laughs> in most fighting games. Have you not
1: overcome the mock?
0: Uh, that's the thing about that game, is that, yeah, you can't overcome the mock. I would have a mock punch, and I would have an uh, invincible sweep. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what makes a character really good Sounds in any like you're fighting cheap. game. cheap. No. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I like to be cheap in fighting games. So that actually that makes sense. That's actually, doing what I would change my character's moves to. Oh,
1: mock punches and the invincible salt. sweeps. I feel oh, like it's in my man. mouth. Oh, <laughs> thank, you, Dooney, thank, you. thank you, Dunter. Thank you. We appreciate y'all filling out this it. half of the show.
0: It's getting pretty late. Yeah. Let's go ahead and call
1: it here.
0: Any last words
1: you want to say? I drank all my beer. What about you got
0: going on? So, yeah, you here?
1: finished your whole thing, man. I, I literally am probably only halfway through this whole, this bottle, the entire bottle. Um, that being said, like, I pretty much only have good remarks knowing what I know, you know, knowing what I knew going in. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a dark beer that had sour characteristics. Of course. They labeled the things like, you know, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of cherry, a little bit of apple, malty. All of those things were present, but it wasn't overwhelming. Um, I would say that this is one that, like, I would imagine again like I can imagine taking this to like a community beer event and kind of like allowing everybody like a little sip out of it not yeah. not trying to take this whole thing out on your own. Um, I totally would recommend it for anybody that's into craft beers. If you're not into craft beers, it's, I wouldn't say it's very accessible.
0: It's the definition of craft. Yeah. It's a lot of different flavors. Yeah, it's
1: it's, as, it's as crafty about as I've had. Yeah. Um so very like very solid thumbs up. Yeah. I think just because of the fact that, like, I couldn't really, like, re- readily just throw it back, right? And, then like, I don't imagine it being super accessible to people that aren't really into craft beers. That would be the only thing that I would say is, like, maybe a markdown for it. Yeah. But as far as, like, for my money, I'm, you know, I'm really glad that I got it and I got to try it. Yeah. No,
0: no, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's good. It's a good, like, experience beer. Oh, yeah. It's know? a novelty. Novelty beer. That's yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I mean, as for this, this Jester King beer is fucking cool, man. I think uh it's super drinkable. I could definitely be, especially in the summertime heat mm-hmm. out here, even though it's not really summer anymore. I think the first day of fall is coming up pretty soon. So, so
1: was it more or less sour than mine? Is it more sour? Uh,
0: I would say it's less sour. I just, like, caught me off guard mm-hmm. from its sourness, right? Because it was still pretty drinkable. Yeah. Right. So the sourness became very neutralized as you came through it it was still there but you could still drink it mm-hmm. which is what made it very pleasant because yep. every sip still was very distinct mm-hmm. and every different different little sippy that i got out of it so uh yeah give it a two two thumbs every, up over here little
1: uh, simple on the
0: on the maxi meter <laughs> 10 on the chugga meter
1: <laughs> we 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 created a meter before the show as i was pouring mine out that The Leafmans has a ten on the glugometer.
0: It was a gluggable beer.
1: As I I was pouring it out, it was just a steady hitting you with waves. Glug glug glug
0: pounds of beer (laughs) falling in waves. It's beautiful thing. Yes, sir. Oh man. Uh, So before we get too loopy at the end of this episode, let's go ahead and head on out of here. Mm -hmm. If you want to follow me, follow me at probably max on Twitter. If you want to follow the show. You can follow the show at Witty Banter Show. If you want to follow the ghost that is Chase, who's not here, <laughs> but you're still pretty confident that you'd like him, you can follow him at Bodacious Chase. If you don't like Twitter, you're too cool for that. I understand. I can get it. I'm cool fucking yep. too, dude. I just I do understand. the Twitter thing I mean, for the fucking just, corporate I mean, deal, that's dude. Just that's it, sometimes. man. Uh, so you can the just suits, always go to... you, our, can, yeah, you for talking the suits. The suits. <laughs> yeah, for the corporates. They require that I have a twit, <laughs> a tweeter. But you can just go to uh, our website www.wittybantershow.com. All the video or all the uh, podcasts are posted there, as well as you know some cool photos and stuff it's like got that. Pictures you can email us there. Picture, you can email us through that as well. Nice little vessel. Yep. Uh, and of course, if you want to just email us the old-fashioned way through your Yahoo or AOL account. Yeah, you uh, just f- go you ahead. Old fool. G- <laughs> Witty Show at Gmail Oh man, anything else, Hunter?
1: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off. With just a, a sign of reverence toward, we've got Hurricane Maria coming through. Oh my gosh! We man. got freaking Hurricane Irma blowing out the whole southeast. We had the seven point one um, Richter cell earthquake in, in Mexico. Mexico. Just, I Dude. mean, hearts and thoughts out to everybody. Man, it, it's been a rough month, and Furious, I, hope, man. I hope anybody that's listening that's had anybody affected by that is like is doing okay and getting the support that they need. So. Stick we, in
0: there Yeah we have fun On the podcast But that doesn't mean That we aren't Acknowledging What's going on out there <laughs> yeah, We are I mean, members Of the that, world as well Yeah exactly So yeah Hearts and Hearts and stuff like that Out there to you guys yes. Really hope you're Getting through that Yep Of course Well Until next week I'll we'll see you later
1: sir. Okay sounds good Bye.